hello, and welcome to the Real Housewives of Golf podcast. My name is Tori. And this is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you today? Good. You look so cute in your St. Patty's green. I did wear my green today. You forgot. Didn't get that memo. I actually really did forget it was St. Patty's Day until Old Town Scottsdale is like jamming. It's hard to find a parking spot. Yeah. We have Brian here today. Hi, Brian. Hi. It's a combo platter of March Madness kicking off and St. Oh, yeah. Patrick's Day at the same and time. And baseball. Oh, oh is baseball and back? baseball. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's all going down. And 87 it's the, degrees. It's what I call the full Scottsdale today. Yeah. Oh, I like it. We. This is like exciting. We have like a big time podcaster with us today. Baller. Oh, yeah. Brian, who are you and why are you here? I don't know. You invited me in here. I did. I, I said, am, Brian, come on for five minutes. I am. I'm a podcaster. You're a fellow podcaster. podcaster. But, but you're the owner of this said studio. I own the studio. Is that my claim to fame here? Well, no, I think. I host the world's number one dating and relationship Whoa. podcast. Oh, Number okay. one. And Tell what's us. it called? The Great Love Debate with Brian Howie. Sarah, do you think you could talk about love and sex on a podcast love, twice sex, a week? Love, sex, and relationships. Yes. You, you do? Well, right now I don't have a lot of material, but I can just go back on all the decades it's, that I do have material from. It's something that everybody has an opinion on, everybody has experience with, everybody wants a voice in. It's, an, it's a non-ending conversation. I've done 350 episodes. Do you have a core question that you ask every guest? Yeah. Worst date or first date? So you either give me the absolute worst date you've ever had or the absolute greatest first date you've ever had. Mm. That, Can I start? Yes. Yeah, go. Most people do the worst. My, I'm going to go with my first. Um, <laughs> I was asked to go... I, I, we met through friends. It was kind of a blind date. And he said, Oh my gosh, I'm going to this charity thing tomorrow in Malibu. It's a private charity event. And our mutual friend was the auctioneer for the night. So he goes, why don't I fly you out to Malibu? We'll stay the night. We'll go to this party. So I ended up flying to Malibu, going to this private, um, St. Jude's thing, but it was George Thorogood. It was all these like really awesome bands. And it was, we were backstage with them the whole time. And it was Probably the most fun night I had in a really long time. And then our next date, we went to like Napa Valley for a week. I was like, well, wow. And, wow. Th- and then? We we did date for a little bit. I'm like, you know, you can't take me to a movie because you've. Yeah. Like, that, that's the thing. A lot of guys, we tend to front load it. And then it's like, you want to just stay home? And they're like, what happened to the Oscars? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, isn't that every relationship? Uh, it's I know. All relationships are pretty front loaded. Yeah, I know. You got You're setting up unreasonable standard early on. You really on. are. Yeah. Um. <sighs> I don't know if I have one. I mean, a first, wait, a best a good, first date a really or the worst date? Or the worst date. I don't know. I've been married for so long. And I mean, uh, I don't know. I, oh. I, I just don't have anything you exciting. It's out? like, I think I did. I've been with Casey since I was 19. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And then everything before that, of course, but, in my teenage years, everything before that it. was terrible. That's, that's an old fashioned love story. Yeah. I guess. That's good. So, yeah. Hmm. No, we hear our first some date was. Crazy dates. Oh, yeah. No, my, yeah. ours wasn't. We we went to a sushi and an AA meeting. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. So that's, that's there that's you go. That's good. People do meet at AA meetings. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. when I was in my dating prime, I, all my friends were like, Sarah, you need to like write a book because I had some doozies. Sushi, if you're going to do dinner for a first date, yeah. sushi is the best. You know why? Because it's small bites. Well, it kind takes of. some negotiation and some sharing and some communication. Should we get this? Should we get that? There's some edamame. Do you like the wasabi it, in the soy sauce? Yeah, there's hand. There's hand eating, which is a little bit um, erotic. Uh, oh. Yeah, so it's okay. a thing. 
I love this. Well, Brian, we got to talk about golf now. Do you okay. golf? Um, I do. I have. What, what is my answer to this? I'm one of those people who would drive you crazy, who I just like want to hit it a long way and I don't have the discipline to work on the short game. Yeah, so, so most, I'm a, dri- most golfers, I'm a yeah. top golf person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Those that, people this like conversation driving range yeah. person. Okay, mate, just stick to that great love so, debate. Right. So my, <laughs> my, my dad like kicked me because I started golfing really young. I started, started golfing like seven. So I had all of the advantages as a kid. Mm-hmm. And at some point my dad's like, you don't have the discipline to do this. And he like replaced me in the father son with like my brother-in-law. Like as a ring. Oh, yeah. That was it. Golf does take discipline. It does. It's discipline. Well, Brian, I have to say, I mean, Sarah, we're really enjoying this podcast thing. We We said we give an update all the time. And I appreciate your guidance and you helping us get through this journey. I mean, I'm having a freaking blast. We really are. You guys um, got very successful at it very quick. You found an audience very quick. You, You had a vision in your minds of what you wanted this show to be and sound like which is a really hard part of it so props to that and uh and you work hard at it i tr- I host three podcasts and people are always like how do you have time to host three podcasts and i'm like that's three fewer conversations that i have that aren't recorded each week exactly so yeah the same. exactly well cheers it. to many well, more episodes thanks. cheers all right thanks all right. Brian. have fun you guys Are you wanting to plan a golf trip but don't know where to start and get overwhelmed researching all the courses, resorts, and restaurants? Uh, And also, did you know the Phoenix Open and the Super Bowl are both going to be in Scottsdale February of 2023? Yep, that means right now is the time that you need to get that golf trip planned. While the pandemic was really great for golf, it also means that all the courses, resorts, and restaurants here in Scottsdale fill out months in advance. So Elite Golf Experience is your answer. We are your full-service golf concierge company who has lived, worked, and played here in Scottsdale for over 22 years. We will put together a fully customized golf trip for you and the ladies that will create memories for years to come. All right, Sarah, let's get into uh, some golf. And just so the listeners know, we are going to do a deep dive into Housewives. I mean, it's been a oh, couple yeah. episodes. I was actually just going to bring that up because Brian, who is just here, yeah, has a few Housewives Name drops that he's done a few I know. times. He's working on some maybe. He may have guests. dated a few of them. Oh gosh. Anyway, know. so we will be talking about housewives today, but of course we got to chat some golf first. I mean, I feel like that's all we've been doing is golf. Yeah. We have not the the Desert Classic. There has been some unexpected delays through running the Desert Classic, right. and one of the big ones was not having any desire. To watch Housewives. Oh my God. I told, I told you yesterday, I'm like, I feel like I'm used to being like, oh my God, I can't wait. The Housewives on tonight. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to watch 18 episodes. Well, no, and we still love it. Yeah. I mean, I would come home, it was like 10 o'clock at night every night at Desert Classic, and I would turn on a Housewife show and I'd be watching, but none of it was like Absorbing. soaking in. Yeah. And every morning, Casey would come up to me, he's like, did you have people over last night? I was like, oh, no, God. that was just the housewives on full blast in the living That's room. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I did finally, I haven't had a night of solitude. I mean, I had Phyllis at my house for almost like eight months, I think. <laughs> just kidding, Phyllis. You're a great house guest. But no, I haven't had any time alone. And then this weekend, um, I'm, I've got a bunch of family stuff, so I yeah, will not no, be alone either. I think either. you need to tell exactly what you're doing with your family because I think it's iconic, and I will be there next year. Thank you. We So we have an annual cribbage tournament hosted at my parents' house. It's quite a big deal. People are flying in from Minnesota and actually other states. 
I think we'll have about 20 people competing. We'll have a board and everything. My dad's already made it, actually. He confirmed. So he's got the board up. You play your opponent best out of three, and it's single elimination. You're just done. You're done. After that. But we will probably have, um, for the losers, a sequence game. Like, yeah, playoff. So we'll probably do that. But, yeah, so, you know, cribbage is super big in Minnesota, and – I found out you actually play and Molly's yeah. from Canada and yeah. she plays. Molly taught me. Yeah. And so it's just super fun and it's going to be a really I awesome love weekend. I wish my family had freaking huge game weekends. Well, you can just be a part of ours. I'm going to. Okay. Starting next time. Okay. Okay. Let's get into stats. Oh. So we're just coming off a three-day tournament, a big tournament actually. It's called the Gold Rush. It's at Alta Mesa Golf Club. It is a really well-run tournament with a lot of very good female golfers in it. And yeah, I learned that this partner week. event, partner event. Mm-hmm. And you have your steady Eddie partner, right? Yep. Molly. Um, and I'm, I'm still trying to find my steady Eddie. Do you want a steady Eddie partner? I don't know. I actually think about that sometimes. I'm like, do I, or don't I? Cause it is fun to have a different partner, but mm-hmm. there is something to be said about you and Molly having that knowing. Yeah how you play and what it, you know, knowing each other. So when I first started golfing, I would have a different partner at every event. Cause I thought that's how I wanted it to. I didn't want to like commit to commit to someone. Cause sometimes when you have someone repeatedly at a certain tournament, you almost feel obligated to do it again. Yeah. And so I would have a different partner at every tournament. And then when I met Molly and we start playing tournaments together, we were terrible at first. I mean, we came she in DFL. That. She said in it took you guys a while. Yeah. Like in the beginning, you just, you didn't know the your yeah your little ticks and yeah. you know. And now we just show up and and you know I hate to brag, but Molly and I usually do pretty well in a lot of partner events. That's that's worth bragging yeah. about. And I never feel nervous, obviously, in front of Molly, but like we just we're a good pair and we've been playing together as partners for seven years and you know it's kind of fun thinking of where we started and where we've where we've come and and we're totally different better golfers so do you think i should find a steady eddie well i think that if you want to become if you want to really start competing okay maybe at least taking applications two at least two that i could rotate because that's the other thing too i was i was thinking about it well obviously i'd love to be partners with my sister too but i'm not sure if my sister would want to play in all the tournaments all the time you know, I feel where like I know, she would not. yeah, I mean, she's still working. It is a huge commitment. I mean, three days of golf is a lot, even yes. though you kind of think it's only half a day. No, no it's it a wipes day. you out. It's a day. It wipes you out. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I had Marty as my partner this Who's tournament. fantastic. Oh my I God. She's awesome. Partners with Marty many she, times. It, well, she's the senior club champion yes. at Arizona. She's a total baller. She's a baller. She is actually, we decided she's older than both my parents. She's very proud of that, and she should be because she looks 20 years younger than both of them. She looks amazing. We're going to have Marty on the podcast soon, too. Yes. It's only a matter of time. So we just had such a fun time. She made my birthday awesome, and we just had, and we had really good playing partners, too. Yeah. So Um, it was a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday tournament. Your birthday was on Tuesday, so right dab in the middle, you show up. Balloons oh are my all over. The I knew exactly where my cart was. There was a big forty, and then a shamrock balloon, and then the the whole um, cart was decorated. And then, of course, she had maybe had some champagne for us and tequila and Fireball. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. Golf friends are just the best. They really are. 
I mean, who would have thought 15 years ago you would be celebrating your 40th birthday on a golf course at a tournament with a 70-year-old woman that you just love to death putting balloons on your cart? No. What? Um, What? For my 30th, I didn't even golf. I was in St. Martin. Granted, I did have one of my 70-year-old best friends with me in St. Martin, Mm -hmm. but it was a group of people, my ex-boyfriend and all of our closest friends. We did my Dirty 30 in St. Martin with not one ounce of golf on my mind. Crazy. And now 10 years later. My 30th was actually this. I met most of these women when I was 28. So we did celebrate my 30th together. And it was it was a combined birthday party where it was my 30th. We went to um, the Botanical Gardens down Mm -hmm. there for lunch. And a lady was celebrating her 70th. So it was in your group. Yeah, I love it. So it was like a group of 15 of us. And it was my 30th birthday, and I think it was Marianne's 70th birthday. I love it. I mean, this. Well, we better start planning your 40th, because that's next year. Oh, yeah. Okay, so so let's talk. Yeah, with stats. Okay, so my last round, because the first day we didn't count stats, because of the format we played. Yeah, you couldn't record a score. And I actually didn't know, because I didn't look at the scorecard. So I had to go into Jen, and it looks like I shot a 94 yesterday, and I am a... 15-3. 15-3. So. Now, overall, for the past three days, and comparing it to the last two months where, you know, golf it, has not been your best friend. Golf is my best friend again. You felt good. Yeah. Good. And my six iron, I was hitting so pure yesterday that Marty was like, what oh club is that? Gosh. Just keep hitting it. Oh, my gosh. I've never even said that out loud before. About I can't believe iron. I did just say that. Mm. It was it felt so good. Now, I actually struck the ball probably better than I have in a long time this week. Nice. How'd you putt? Meh. <laughs> greens were super slow, and I hate slow greens. I wouldn't say they were super slow. Well, but they're not, they're not like they should be, or they usually are, I should say. I remember last year them being very fast. Yeah. And they I, were not very fast. I didn't fast. find them challenging and both marty and i struggled especially marty because she's she's used to playing arizona country club and your greens are really fast right yeah yeah but they don't they don't get lightning speed at arizona either i keep them pretty friendly we did three putt a bit but then Mm. my my putting it only took like a day my putting turned up because my putting you've seen is usually pretty solid Uh yeah and then it came around so after the first day i got a little better feel of them and how was it playing with marty for three days, how did it mesh? How was the format? It was great. So the format. So what did we have first day format? It was, was something that, weird. Was that knob? Oh we, yeah. We explained yeah. it in our last yeah. podcast. Yeah, Go so, ahead and listen to that one because we went into depth about yeah, that. And I can't even repeat it. <laughs> um, and then the second day was. Um, oh yeah, another weird. Well, both balls count on the nine easiest holes, and one ball counts on the nine hardest holes. But this is what they did differently, which I highly suggest because I do love this format. They picked the nine hardest holes. It wasn't totally based oh, on it handicap. it wasn't based in, on handicap. Because if it was based on handicap index, then there would have been a lot, like number 18, for instance, would have been two balls count. Uh, no, thank you. That is by far the hardest hole on the whole course. So they picked what they thought were the nine hardest holes, which all the water holes they did. That I, I really fucking damn long par three. Oh. That I took a eight on. It's a brutal par three. Like I'm like I'm sorry, Marty. I'm sorry. Yeah, 
I'm sorry. What do you think about that? Playing with a partner. I think the last thing Molly said to me yesterday was sometimes playing a partner event is harder than individual because you feel like you don't want to disappoint your partner. Did you ever feel that way with Marty? A little bit, just because I know Marty's competitive. Yeah. And right. And so, and I am, we love Marty for that. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I didn't, I, you know, there was times I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like if she screwed up, I'd be like, she'll get, she gets really hard on herself. And I'm like, it's okay. She's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, okay, well maybe it's not, but we'll, we'll we'll get there. Um, so it's, I think learning the language, like to talk to your partner when you're, we had an incident the last day. Let's get into it. What happened? Because I remember you came up to me after the round and you're like, I have a topic for the podcast. So we were in the middle of our flight going into the third day, okay. which meant we could have we could have made some moves. Yeah, absolutely. Because they were there was 12 teams per flight mm-hmm. and they pay out six places. So 50% of the flight gets it, goes home with something. So we came out the gate um, like par maybe one bogey par 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 like we came Ooh. out strong so you're you're thinking hello i'm like this is good <laughs> i hadn't even had a white claw yet because it was so good that i'm like mm-hmm. i can't ruin it yep and then we get to a par five i hit my drive which was, par five? Oh, do you know what if it was on the front nine or the back nine it was on the, the back nine i think so number 10 is a par five and number it wasn't 10. 16. It was 16. Yes, okay. it was 16. So no water. It was 16. Yeah, no water. So I hit straight mine down the middle, my driver. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Then I pull out my seven wood, which would be like my 180 mm-hmm. club. Um, and I kind of pulled it left and it hit literally a one inch diameter tree, of course. Of course. Yeah. Like try and do I'm that like, again. Oh, no. okay. And I saw it kind of ricocheted, almost like it ricocheted back at me. But it, we could, there was like a hill and I couldn't see. So I was like, shoot, okay, we'll go up. Couldn't find it anywhere. So we're like, what do we do now? You have to go hit where your ball was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I drop. So now I'm my drive. You I really hit. couldn't find that ball? No, nowhere. Oh, that's aggravating. No, it was so, because there wasn't any. It, no, it's like it must have went out of bounds somewhere or in so a bush annoying. somehow. So I hit one, right? My second one hit the trees. So now I've got to go back. Now I'm dropping three. I'm hitting four. Yep. I hit the fucking tree again. Oh my God. <laughs> Sarah. I'm like, are you kidding me? But I saw this, I saw this ricochet this time. And Marty was in front of me by the tree kind of actually. And all of a sudden I see Marty pick my ball up. I'm like, oh, and she's laying two not far. Yeah, that's what was going to be my next question. Like, where's Marty? Only one she's, ball counts. She's probably 50 yards in front of me laying two. Okay, so, so she's she like, picked up your ball thinking. Yeah, because I go, oh, did you pick up my ball? She goes, yeah, I'm I'm in a good position. We're good. Okay. And I think she thought, I'm laying four, you know, mm-hmm. or now I'm, whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was laying four. Yeah, you're and, in not the greatest shape. No, but I probably could have still got a, bogey or a double bogey ish maybe but yeah i get it so she picked up the ball but then things just went really downhill what happened it was she just had a lot of really bad shots and i think then it just was a spiral yeah because then she started thinking about the fact that she picked up my ball yeah and then she was getting pissed at herself yeah and then she was hitting and then she was not yeah and she took a nine yeah that's tough yeah and then it was like and then we go to 17, which is the only hole I didn't have a stroke on. 
and she put it in the water. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I put it in the bunker. I was like, shoot, we got to do something. And I think I did save a par on that. Oh, um, well, that's pretty good from a bunker. Maybe it was a bogey, but yeah. Still. Yeah. So, and then she was just, really, and I said, all right, time to drink. Let's go. Yep, yep. So she pulled out her tequila and I opened a White Claw and then we just had to, I, she, she was really down on herself for a few holes. Yeah. I said, Marty, it's all good. We don't have a chance of winning, winning anymore. So let's just have fun. Yeah. And in that situation, it is, I'm not surprised that she picked up the ball, meaning like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Like you're frustrated at this point. Mm-hmm. You're probably saying a couple swear words. Mm-hmm. You just hit mm-hmm. a freaking Charlie Brown tree twice, twice. twice. So I, I don't blame Marty for picking it up, but always remember too, even if you're on the green and 10, <laughs> you can still help your partner showing her a putt. Yep. You know, anything around the green at that point. So this year has been- And you a, keep some sort of rhythm too going. That I think is also a big thing because now yeah. I'm just standing on the green going, oh. Probably for right. eight to 10 minutes. You're yeah. not doing mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. And so just like in that Papago, I think it was the President's Cup or whatever, when I learned I always hit a provisional. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know? yeah. So when I learned that this year. Now I've learned, yeah. keep hitting your ball. And every tournament, you, you learn something. Oh, that's you know? what I have to look forward to. Um, yeah, but oh, sometimes that's oh. not as hard as <laughs> I didn't even see where we finished. I would, I, I, I don't think we would have finished DFL, but we were probably close to it. Did you, I know you probably, were. I did not check. Okay. I mean, I can, no, we don't need to, we don't need to, we don't need to, but you and Molly. Okay. So you guys took your flight. Gross, yeah, right? So, um, my last score, I didn't see that they recorded my score from yesterday. Well, I shot a, a 77 yesterday. And my handicap's a 2.3. Molly, I I think we both shot like 76, 75 the, the second and third day. And it was, um, she played fantastic. She played so well. And we were in it. I mean, we were in it. We were three shots away from first place and gross. And we were going leading into net. the morning. Yep. Going into the third day. And we were leading net and we ended up staying back three shots. I think it was four shots at the beginning of the day and we made up one shot. So we were three shots back from low gross when the tournament finished and we won low net by three strokes. And yeah, we were proud of it. Yeah. Unfortunately I ended the tournament with a bogey and then a double. And so I was a little sour after the tournament. You just love that 18th hole over there, don't you? Holy (laughs) moly. No, it's a tough hole. I had, a little t- tantrum. Especially with your, so you hit the ball long. So what's your strategy on that 18th no, that's hole? that's why I'm so frustrated. Yeah. Okay, so I'm not, on Tuesday I was hitting my drive well. Wednesday I was not hitting my drive well. So we roll up to 18, it's our last hole because we started on one. And just, I just lit- to give you an idea, like there's water on your right-hand side, which is approachable on your first shot. Oh yeah, no, no, it's like right next to you. And on the left, It's yeah. yeah, the water on the right runs the entire hole. Yeah. The water on the left comes into play at about 160 yards. Right. Okay. So, and there's bunkers on either side too, which at this point, being in a bunker is not that bad, but the bunkers are also on this. Anyways, so I go into the 18th hole and I literally say to Molly, I don't know what to do. I do not know what to do. She and she goes, Well, let's just pick a spot down the center and just hit it there. I go, Oh, okay, Molly, good. You go first. And <laughs> did go, she? Yeah, she always goes first. She took out her five wood, striped it down the middle. She actually hit a great shot. She's safe. 
And I had my driver in my hand and I had my four hybrid. And I did not pick the driver because I thought if I go in the water with this driver, I will really regret this decision. And so I used my four hybrid and I fucking went in the water and I just was like, I can't. You may as well pull out your driver. No, I I threw a tantrum. tantrum. Did you really? Well, I mean, in my head. Okay. I mean, I did actually say lots of swear words out loud, but I just, I can't stand that hole. I can't stand it. Because to me, there's no safe shot unless I'm pulling out my seven iron. Yeah. Using a seven iron off the tee. And that would really take a lot for you to go to. Like accept well, I mean, that shot. Would, it, yeah, I'd be sitting, I'd be laying up to a hundred and seventy-five yard shot going into the green, which but less water to worry about. Yeah, and you still have to worry about water. Yeah, because it's on the left hand side. It's on left and right on the green too. Yeah. It's a brutal hole. It is a tough hole. It's brutal. So I think if I played at Alta Mesa regularly, like say I was a member there, I'd probably know exactly how to play it and whatever. But um, it's it's a tough hole. So anyways, Molly and I played very well. We did. It was a great tournament. We hung in there with the big gals. There were some extremely good golfers in the field and we were only three strokes off. So it's when from net, no, three strokes off from gross. We won net by, we, we won net straight up, but we were only three strokes away from winning gross Wow, or tying gross four would have won it outright. Um, you guys got strokes. Yeah. Molly has four strokes right now. What? She's such a sandbagger. I shouldn't say she's a sandbagger because we record every single score. That's why I'm so surprised when you keep saying you won that. I'm like, how's this possible? How are you guys even getting strokes? And the flight, our flight had 12 teams in it. And I'd have to say the teams 9, 10, 11, and 12 had at least 20 strokes. So we were competing against some. I had 17. It was delightful. Oh, my God. (laughs) So anyway, but again, it's just goes to show that if you record every single score, every single score, it just helps you out. And speaking of handicap stays true. Speaking of that, since we did get a question on it, let's revisit the whole gross and net thing. Yeah, I actually got a question because I was uh, keeping my Instagram stories updated with the scoreboard. We, um, I got a question of what's the difference between gross and net. So when we say gross scoring, that's our actual score. So if we shoot a four on a par four, that's, that is our gross score of four. Now, if we have a stroke on that hole, that is our net score. So meaning our gross score is four, we get a stroke, our net score is a three. And just to break it down even more simply, simply simplified, something, yeah, I like whatever. It. I like it. So like someone like me who has 17 strokes, like for the new golfer, that is like, I don't know what that means. Okay, so do you just pick your own 17 holes that you get the strokes on? No, it's based on the handicap of the hole. So on your scorecard, it'll say what par it is, mm-hmm. and then it will say the course handicap. I don't, does it say course like handicap the, or handicap? The whole handicap. So the handicap is one through 18. One, the, the number one handicap hole is considered the hardest hole, and the 18th handicap hole is considered the easiest hole. And that could be different for men and women. Usually it's handicapped differently. Mm-hmm. And so for Sarah, if she has 17 strokes, she's getting one stroke on each hole except for the 18th handicap hole. Which happened to be hole 17. Yep. And with Molly, mm-hmm. she had four strokes. So she got a stroke on handicaps one through four. 
And then I had two strokes, so one and two. And when you're playing in, in these tournaments and you're playing for net, I think it's like it's important to know where you're getting your strokes because there is a strategy behind it. Like, okay, don't waste that stroke. Yes. And and also whenever we have strokes, I'm reminding Molly. Like Molly, you and got some a stroke. Some people here. don't like to hear that. Yeah, I've learned to say something to Molly. I uh, I do like to hear it. Yeah. Like reminder, you have a stroke here, you got to hold out. Right. You know, because a lot of times you just don't realize you have a stroke. I'm in for a four. Molly is putting for a four. Mm-hmm. I don't want her picking up her ball. Right. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure she knows she has a stroke because her four is better than my four at that point. Yeah. So, but we've all made the mistake of picking up our ball oh, too early I, um, yep. or our mark. Yep. I, yep. And guess what? When you pick up, there's no going back. No, it's done. It's, it's over. Done. I, I think I said like 14 times when I picked up my ball. I'm like, are you sure, Marty? Are you sure? Marty, are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Because I get scared. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to be the one. Yeah. And sometimes you just, you might not know for sure. We'll just putt out. Just yeah. might as well putt it out. Takes what? Two seconds anyway. Exactly. Just do it. Well, looking forward, I am going to start preparing the uh, tournament directory. I love this. I, I want more women playing in more tournaments. And I think that it is tough. It's not an easy thing to do to go out there and find tournaments. It should be easier. So we're going to start putting a directory together. I mean, Why not? Yeah. I mean, look, I know that you've got a lot of time on your hands and you don't have really <laughs> a lot going on. So I think this is a great thing to fill some more of your gaps in exactly. your schedule. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, it is the kind of stuff though I do enjoy doing and watching something build. Yeah. I just love, I love building things. So I like that. All right. I think it's time. Let's get into oh the housewives. All right. Do you love golf but are frustrated with your short game? Are you worried about three putting, blading, or duffing chip shots? Or how about this? Being stuck in a bunker and you can't get out. Don't worry. I have the perfect tool to help you. The Short Game 100 program will not only give you more confidence, but also improve your consistency around the green. This time-saving program will get you practicing your short game with a 30 to 40 minute set plan each day. It will keep you focused and help you track your progress. With Short Game 100, you will start practicing with purpose and start seeing results right away. Our best-selling Short Game 100 practice program is available in digital form so you can download it right away and get started or as a spiral-bound workbook. Visit shortgame100.com for details and to purchase Short Game 100 now. Don't wait. Make your New Year's resolutions a reality in 30 days and start having more fun while playing golf. All right, let's get into the housewives. So I have notes on the past three shows. So we have Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, the last reunion episode. We have OC that aired last night. And then we have New Jersey. Isn't it funny that like yesterday, some friends or my parents, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, I'm working. And by working, I mean, I'm watching the housewives because that's actually my job now. (laughs) (laughs) I know it is interesting that it changes when you are actually need to write notes and, you know, have a conversation about it. I actually play an episode twice a lot now, just so I can like, yeah, sometimes I'll be cleaning or doing something at the same time. And then I'm like, shoot. Yeah. I better go back. Exactly. 
Jersey. So I want to get into Jersey first because I think that New Jersey has the most content right now. Well, which is why it's one of my favorite franchises because yeah. it always seems to have a lot of it's content. Good. This one that just showed, I'm not sure what episode number is. I think seven or eight. And it's all about relationships. Right. I mean, we kind of just keep, keep skipping to like a relationship to relationship. And this one starts out with uh, the men all sitting around. The dudes. Drinking. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, I, and you remember I've said before, like, I love their relationship. And then all of a sudden, some drama comes out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so Bill left because why? I think Bill... Was sticking up for his wife. Okay. And the other dude, God, what's his name? See, I always want to write down the husband's names because I forget. Uh, Ryant? No, no, that's OC. Ryant. Well, there's whose husband? The blondes. Gosh. You know oh, um, Oh my God, you guys, hold it on. It starts with an A. No, this is. You know, the listeners are like yelling the name right now. Oh, they're yelling it. I mean, it's um, New Jersey cast members. Oh my God, stop. Hold on. We're failing. We are failing. Uh, starts with an A. Okay, we got Teresa, Melissa, Dolores, Jackie. No, definitely does not start with an A. It's Jackie, Jackie's husband. Okay, Jackie's husband. Which I don't know his name. I'll look it up while we're talking. Okay, but yeah, so Jackie's <laughs> so husband were... was talking shit. I guess they. Yeah. Well, that they were. Yeah. Anyways. That all that that whole fight happened in the episode before. I think that's why we're lost. Evan. Evan. Okay. He got aggressive. How do you feel about this whole Bill and Jennifer thing? Um well, Jennifer is wanting Bill to stick up for her more in a more public fashion. And I don't blame her for that. I don't blame her either. However, you know, one of her big like moments of like, this is why I'm crying and I hate this because no one would want this to be publicized on TV, which correct, right? It's hard enough to deal with it in your private life, let alone be on TV. And mm-hmm. Oh, but that's what you signed up for. I'm sorry. You did. I did not feel bad. You for did. That. No, I don't feel bad at all because she has no qualm in, or she had no hesitancy in the past to out somebody or stir some shit up. Oh, yeah. About people's family. Mm-hmm. Knowing but now that, that it's happened to you, come out. right? Yeah. Like I would have knowing yeah. that I would have been like, Zip. Well, yeah. I'm not saying a word because I know people have stuff yeah. on me and I don't want that coming out. Mm-hmm. But no, she didn't. She poked the bear. Yeah. And the bear came out and now you have to deal with it. Maybe you should have kept your mouth shut. Yeah. It's. And again, I, I don't know, like, yeah, it sucks, but then don't. How about moving forward to the to the end of the episode where Bill was saying, Bill was telling Jennifer, or Jennifer was telling the story of Bill saying, I don't want to go to therapy because I think it will make it worse. Because he doesn't want to revisit it. Do you think therapy makes it worse? Well, I think he's had it good in the sense that Jennifer chose to, cause the, and whoever she was talking to, they were like, you have two choices. Yeah, Dolores. You accept it. And forget about it and never bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Or you, and she chose that, or right? Or work through it. And so it's, and that will never go away. I've seen it happen. Yeah. It will never go out of your mind, right? Yeah. It's always going to be there at some point. Mm-hmm. But 
he's had it easy because she's she's the only one dealing with it. He doesn't care. Yeah. He didn't care when he was doing it, so he he's not certainly is not thinking about it now. She is, mm-hmm. but she can't talk about it because that's what she chose, right? So he's had it good. Yeah. He, now, if they go to therapy, it's going to come out, and she's going to finally be able to have the emotions that she's been suppressing this whole time. Yeah. So I think for him, it's not going to be good. Do we think Bill wants to stay in this marriage? I think if there was an easy way out, probably not. But there's not. There's not. Cheaper to keep her, right? Oh, (laughs) yikes. And there's a lot of kids involved. And I do think he really loves his kids and his, you know, just his family unit. I do think he loves them. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's hard. And a lot of people are in that situation that, you know, you want to stay together for the kids. But I, I don't know that he particularly loves the situation. Yeah. So now that Bill and Jennifer's uh, skeletons are out, let's go to Louis. Okay, so Louis shows up to this dinner. I'm having a really bad feeling about him. Um, well, let's let's talk this out because we all have a past. We have all done stupid shit. And Louis comes in and Tiki, of all people, starts <laughs> drilling him about his past. I got to give Louis credit. He does answer all the questions. Like, he does say, like, here, ask me whatever. Okay, the cameras are out. But he's, he's certainly there. not going to say, yes, it is true. I did beat her up. He's certainly not going to sit there and say that. Um, yeah, I mean, I would advise against that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have gone over very well. A lot of times, too, though, like, uh, there are, I mean, I'm sure there's some ex-girlfriends that now see him on this platform. And are a little spiteful, maybe. Sure, possibly. yeah, and I, th- I know that much. Um, that's a big claim. I will say that, like, to say he cheated on me or did this yeah, or that. Yeah. Okay, that's that could be lashing out, but to throw that claim out there, that's a big claim. Mm-hmm. And I would certainly hesitate. Well, and to what extent is it just a huge argument where you're shoving each other, or is it really hitting each other? Like, how violent is this? It's just an aggressive argument. I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own. It does kind of all make sense, though. I mean, clearly, Teresa's driven by or attracted to that type of man, if that's true, because Mm -hmm. her ex husband was similar. Yeah. He was, he had little anger issues. Do we believe that he should be, like, can he be a changed man? Like, could it be possible that 15 years ago he was a total douche? Yeah, but I do think it, the minute you lay hands on someone, that now your character, it's your character and not necessarily just a bad mistake. How old is Louis? Let's say he's 50. No, I think he said he was 40. He's mid-40s, he said. He said okay. it. So, and he needs to slow so down let's say with what he's 45. doing to his face. I know, that's a lot. It's a lot. So he, let's say he's 45. You don't think someone can be totally different person from 30 to 45 i mean i would hope so i don't want to be the same person i was at 30 or 25 but if you're ever capable of hitting your spouse there's some other deep rooted like there's a difference between cheating when you're 25 or being angry at 25 and throwing shit and doing that but to, to go as far to actually do it that i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know I don't know. But what's what's up with his face? 
Is he doing Botox? Is he? I think it's a combination of Botox, spray tan. It's got to stop. Almost filler. It's, I mean, it's literally got to stop. Terry Debro level. Maybe. Hey, maybe, maybe Terry's doing it. Maybe. Mm. I don't what like do you him. think about men wearing jewelry? Like, did you see what the, the yeah. bracelet Teresa got him? I, don't I actually know if dated I want... a guy who wore a lot of bracelets. Oh, I know. I don't know if I could do that. Like just the visual of him, like putting on his bracelets for the was day. a little weird. And yeah. I do feel the same way. I do like a nice watch on a man and a maybe one and bracelet, a... maybe one. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever dated a guy that wore bracelets? What if Casey came home tonight <laughs> and had bracelets on? Uh, what's that? <laughs> uh, no, I don't mind one. I don't. I did date a guy that wore like five on each hand, and that was a little much. Wow. Yeah. That's a, that is a lot. That was a lot. And I felt like he was always looking for another one. And now going through, let's just finish out this Louis Teresa story, oh, okay? So okay. they go on this boat, okay? And oh, he yeah. has the scroll of... Oh, my God. 20 reasons why he loves her. And he's planned all this. First of all, do you want your other half being a planner? Or do you want him, like, do you want him planning? When it comes to that, yes. When it comes to an anniversary, yes, I want, it. I want you to be a planner. You do. I like it. Nothing. Anything else, I don't care. Like, like for you'll special, take care of everything yeah, else. But I don't, you want those special occasions. Special occasions like to make do a, something. Yes. Yeah. That just shows you care. Like, even, like, I had a boyfriend once that... It was Valentine's Day, and I came home, and it was simple. Like, he had champagne chilling and chocolate-covered strawberries and candles lit. It helped that there was a nice blue box sitting there, too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, like, it wasn't anything extravagant. It was at home, It was, but it was thoughtful, and he planned it. And oh, Annie was wearing the same shirt he wore when I met him 10 years prior. Oh, see, that's... Yeah, thoughtful, cool. Yeah. It was probably one of my best Valentine's Days, actually. I like it. Yeah. I mean, Teresa did say, I have never been shown so much love in my life. And I got, I, I'm happy for her, especially coming from what Joe she did. Judice. Yes. You know, yes. I mean, she deserves to I agree. feel loved and to have love and do all that. So I'm, I'm happy for her, even though <laughs> the scroll was a little bunch for me. Well, and also I'm like, oh, is there an engagement? Is there a proposal happening right now? Because that's what it felt like at first, yeah. right? Yeah. And then at the end when he said, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, I feel like if I was her, I'd be like, where's the ring? Yeah. So you're saying you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Because we know it did happen. Like they are engaged. Oh, right wait. Now. No, I didn't know that. I think that they are engaged. So did, did it they, happen that night? I don't know. Maybe we missed it. I don't think I missed it. So... Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it sure beats the hell out of her previous one. Yeah, they're engaged. But I do, there is, uh, the one thing I've learned in relationships, when everyone around you is picking up on something and you're not, usually they're right. If yeah. everyone around you is like, we got a weird feeling about him. But it also, they're also on a TV show. Yeah, and true, they have true. to manufacture things 100%. to a certain extent too. I don't so, think, I don't think Joe likes him. I, I appreciated actually Melissa going into the spa day saying like, we're not talking about this, I, right? I do like, too. Let's enjoy this spa day and let's not stir the fucking pot right now. I do actually believe Melissa is the least stir potter, pot stirrer. Oh, compared to Marge? Uh, yeah. Marge I like, I like is, me the Marge though. No, she can't stop stirring the pot. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well. And then yeah. we got, and then we got David, who is taking care of Dolores, but they're not speaking. Yeah, that's 
So coming from a breakup, like, again, this was a whole relationship show. So you have Teresa and Louie talking about being soulmates. I mean, that's a whole nother storyline. The breakup of Dolores and David, you know, it's just, it was interesting. Very interesting. And then the fact that um, Dolores made the rule for Frank that he can't have women in the house. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think because the kids are there. They're adults. I'm okay okay with it. They are adults. I'm okay with it. I'm sorry. The kids are not going to be there forever. I think it's a very temporary thing that the kids are there. Whether it's a year, two years, go to the broad's house. I, I don't like him. Oh, okay. You're divorced. I don't know. They have been divorced for a long time. A long time. time. Yeah. So. Either get back together or let him bring the chicks home. I don't know. Well, you know how. I, I love that guy. What's his I name? I do too. Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. No, I love him. All right. Let's move on because we've already, we got about, we have a couple minutes left. Let's go to OC. Okay. We got, you got to let's, start talking because that was the first one I watched. So we got to refresh the, the memory. The next top mess, which is. Um, Jen and Ryan. Okay. That whole, that whole, Mm. um, dinner party with Heather. Now I know this wasn't in the episode. This was like a couple episodes ago, but that dinner party was so uncomfortable. No, no, I can't like how, I I don't understand. He hates her. He hates her. And I don't think he's very smart either, but he hates her. Yeah. They need to, they need to part ways. Well, she got her Airbnb. What do you mean? She got an Airbnb. Would you see this in like the news or something? No, it was in the episode. It was in the episode. She was like, I'm, oh, okay. I'm going to get an Airbnb. And that remember Heather's like, okay, you either get an Airbnb because you're going to separate and work on things or you're getting an Airbnb because we're done. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's as clear cut as that, especially right in the beginning. But okay. There's- it's a good start. It is. Because I think that's the one thing when you're trying to end a relationship that's like the separating, like. Because usually once you're separated, then the feelings settle down. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, you know what? I can live without this person. And I'm actually much happier without them. Or Or I can't. Right. Oh, boy. Heather's party. Heather, the whole Heather and Terry kind of love story of it all. I don't know. I'm not still not convinced that that's as. And granted, they are. She's honest. She'll be like, we haven't been perfect. But I would beg to offer beg to argue that there's probably some infidelity still going on what Mm -hmm. between heather and terry Mm -hmm. oh my god i think they're so in love with themselves and and their image no 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 No. oh i don't know i like watching it i mean i did see him at a hotel with another girl oh okay wow we're just putting that out there okay no just kidding it it could have been his (laughs) assistant i (laughs) how about the kelly dodd lookalike Kelly dog look alike. Remember the girl that was at the party? It was like a friend of, and everyone thought she was Kelly Dodd. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't I, mind a Kelly Dodd appearance. You know what? That she, OC episode was terrible. It was not good. I didn't it love it. Filler. It, it was, was a filler. filler. I didn't like it. Yeah. So as we move on to Salt Lake City, this reunion was um, a lot of the same. And I think we talked about that before. I'm scared for Jen. Like it doesn't the, look good. The court case starts like in a matter of days. You talking about the docket? <laughs> uh, I'm worried for her because I actually have grown to really like Jen. I, and I have too. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I'd like to circle back to when my 
our first podcast about that. And I probably said, I hate Jen. Um, I actually do love her uh-huh. and it's, I don't think it looks good. Yeah. And like when Heather says if she's guilty or not guilty, I don't care. I'll love her anyways. I like and Heather. so I kind of feel like I feel that for Jen, like they, yeah, because they she's all know. so fun, but she just, it got really quiet when Andy asked if she was guilty, if they thought she was guilty. Yeah. And just again, her total oblivion to really what's going on and what's being charged and, it's uncomfortable. And how about it's a lot too. Andy asking about Jen and Sharif's marriage and the infidelity. That was. And I kind of love Sharif. I know, but we know that that has not no. been. Do you really think he had no clue? Mm, no, I don't believe that. But, I don't either. But maybe he doesn't know the full extent. You have to be like, where is she getting all this money from? Yeah. And one other point about Salt Lake City. Okay, shame on Whitney, okay? Because I still, after this entire season of 33 episodes and her million-dollar investment into her company, I still have no freaking idea what Wild Rose sells. I don't either. Shame on her. But apparently it's doing very well, no according idea. to Jason or Josh or whoever. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> Our favorite house. Our favorite, favorite guy, Josh. Justin. <laughs> No, but shame on her. We, yeah. I have no idea what she sells. I think the only people buying it are people in Salt Lake City. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was a wrap on Salt Lake City. And coming from when we started this podcast back in January, you had not watched one episode. And now it's like my favorite. And I'm literally trying to get every one of my friends to start watching it. But it is a commitment and at there, this point at 3,800 episodes, season two. <laughs> and they're already filming. They were in Scottsdale not too oh, yeah, long ago. for season two. For three. Season three, they that's were filming. So that's it's was so Jen crazy. There? Oh, Jen had to have been there. Yeah, I bet you she was. Because she's... They're going to have the whole court case on video. Wait, they are? Well, yeah, they're filming that season now. Oh, yeah, because she... I think it's at the end of this month she goes. Yeah. It's like I mean, it's going to be drawn like out. You like know, it's going to be drawn out, but... Yeah, it's a good one. So all I need to get you to, you need to finish up New York. I know, again, a reminder that she has not watched Real Housewives of New York, which is absurd to me. That's well, the first one. For anyone me. that hasn't watched Housewives, the New York season. Or, Can I just watch the last season then? The last season was the worst, though. You know, New York, you have to watch the whole thing. Potomac, you can go in on the, the last what, What's one. coming up next now that Salt Lake's off? I think Atlanta will be next. So what do I need to do for that? You've never watched Atlanta? No, nope, You know, we're going to end this episode now. I'm starting to get angry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. And we will chat next week. All right. See you then, Tori. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at Real Housewives of Golf. Check out our latest women's tournaments, practice programs, and retreats by visiting our websites in the description. Help us grow the community of women's golf around the world by sharing this episode with your golfing group and giving us a five-star review on iTunes. Until your next birdie, Housewives episode and seltzer, cheers from the Real Housewives of Golf.